When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Brand new in sync. Yep. Brand new in sync. Brand new in sync. Did you ever think you'd utter those words? No. no. Well, <laughs> actually, I kind of did. Eventually, it's a matter of time. I'm yeah. so excited for this. I have not heard it yet. I've been purposely not listening to it because I wanted to hear it with you guys for the first time. Oh, well, <laughs> we're going to debut it sometime after 7 o'clock. What did we say on there? 7, 10, 7, 20. Yeah. Something like that. We're going to make you wait for it uh, just a touch. All right. Yeah. We'll debut it uh, sometime after 7 o'clock, and then we're going to beat you over the head with it as often as possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stand listening to it. At least for listen, today. Jeff, this is a big deal. When they it got is. together to record this song, they were crying. They cried. Well, why, the then why did they just do one? Because they want us to suffer. Well, are we sure that they've only done one? Has that been confirmed that it is only one? I mean... I find it hard to believe if the entire basis of the movie Trolls is Justin Timberlake's character has lost his boy band and he's going on a search for his boy band, that there is only one Spoiler song. alert. I mean, isn't he during the movie probably singing at least... There's got to at least be Justin Timberlake music because he's singing all of these songs by himself, missing his bandmates. Yeah. And then he eventually finds his bandmates and then they they have to do a full-on concert, and they can't do a full-on concert with just one song. Well, it's the finale song, you know, like they sing some other stuff. Yeah, it just yeah. has to happen. And then they realize, yeah, you just can't go back, man. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> right. No, it's. I like it. I, I haven't heard the whole thing, but I have heard bits and pieces of it, and, and I'm, I'm a fan, so... I'm hoping that this is just the beginning, like they miss being around each other, like, you know, once... Because they've been hanging out a lot. Mm -hmm. right. uh, also, more on the death of Professor Dumbledore. We'll talk about that. That was breaking news yesterday morning. Why Arnold Schwarzenegger burned his daughter's shoes and police doing a welfare check on Britney Spears. So just a handful of stuff to get you caught up on, of course, Swiftology at 740. And uh... this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 
or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Our Z News for the passing of a legend. Yeah, Michael Gambone, who played Professor, uh, Professor Dumbledore in the final six Harry Potter movies. He had a bout of ammonia and he died. He was 82 years old. Had a long career before joining the Harry Potter franchise. Started in the theater as a protege of Sir Lawrence Olivier in the early 60s. Wow. I know that just kind of puts it into perspective how old 82 is, right? Yeah. Richard Harris played Dumbledore in the first two movies, but Gambone took over after Harris died from Hodgkin's disease. Gambone's other films include The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover, Gosford Park, Sleepy Hollow, and Mary Riling. Wow. He gave up stage work in 2015 due to memory issues, but continued to work in film and TV. Daniel Radcliffe issued a statement calling Gambone, quote, one of the most brilliant, effortless actors I've ever had the privilege of working with. He added he was silly, irreverent, and hilarious. He loved his job, but never seemed defined by it. Hmm. He was an incredible story and joke teller. I am so grateful for the fact that I am one of the lucky people who got to work with him. Oh, that's really sweet. A kind tribute. Yep, and Rupert Grint said he captivated me as a kid and became a personal role model of mine for finding the fun and eccentricities in life. That's great. That is cool. His predecessor, Richard Harris, I got to meet him once. You did? Yeah, he was a guest. He was uh, he was in the Boston version of Camelot. And he was promoting it on a talk show, and I was there that day, and... I got to shake hands with him. He was bigger than life. He's a big, tall guy. He was very artsy. So he's mm-hmm. wearing like, <laughs> kind of reminded me of like Jerry Seinfeld's poofy shirt. Oh, the you poofy know? shirt. Yeah, he kind of had something like that on it. He had like this big sash and this swashbuckling shorts. And this was no, just how he dressed. That was just how he walked the streets, oh, man. Great. Yeah, it was really cool. Good for him. Uh, I got to take a quick break. Why Arnold Schwarzenegger is burning his daughter's shoes. Also, it's the end of an era for Netflix. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Netflix. Yeah. Today's the day that Netflix sends out its final DVDs. And I, I can't I, believe they're still doing it. I, I didn't realize I, they were. I didn't either. I didn't either. <laughs> I guess fewer than a million subscribers held on this long. They only have five distribution centers left. In That's it. California, Texas, Georgia, and New Jersey. Yeah, they used to have them all over the country. That's why. That's why the delivery was usually like within a day. Yeah. Like you'd, you know, you'd order it online and it would show up in your mailbox literally the next day. You used to, I can remember when it first came out, you loved it. You used it. It felt like a lot. Yeah, because before streaming, you, you just had so much flexibility. They're like They'd let you keep up to three titles 
indefinitely. Yeah. And let's say you only had time to watch one or two, you would just return the one or two so you could, and then they would replace it with new titles. So you could you could you would always be in possession of three titles as long as you paid the monthly subscription. And so it was a monthly subscription. It wasn't like you could keep one for six months. And you could you, keep it for and six it didn't, months. They didn't charge you. It wasn't like checking out a library book and you had to charge by how long you kept it. Right. You right. had a subscription and just would have X amount. Yep. You would pay for a subscription of three monthly or six monthly or ten monthly and you would choose it that way and then. Yeah, I, they I would feel like the maximum was three. You know, they, in they, a month or at a time? At a time. Okay. Yeah, that was the beauty of it is that the only limit was how many you could hold on to at one time. Gotcha. All right. And there are some people, I guess, who just kept doing it that way. I mean, before streaming, that's all people did. And then streaming came along, and I guess some people have been slow to convert. But those people, those few people who refuse to quit their plans, get to keep whatever comes their way with this last mail-out that happens today. And some subscribers have chosen to receive 10 discs as a parting gift. Oh, wow. Yeah, because what are they going to do with all these? <laughs> They're shutting it down. What are they going to do with all these DVDs? That's the thing, though. This is your award for having a DVD for player hanging in still. There. <laughs> yes, for hanging in there all these years. Yeah, we we have a DVD player, but it's never on. We never use it. And I went out and I bought... One of those conversion things, like it's a, it's a DVD VCR kind of thing, and the idea is that you could you could transfer your old VHS tapes, like old home movies, onto DVD. Okay. And so I bought this thing at H H Greg when they were going out of business. They had like some <laughs> massive going out of business clearance sale, yeah. so I got this thing for next to nothing, <laughs> and I never opened the box. Oh, it's still in the box. It's still in the box. <laughs> And That's funny. So I went on eBay, oh, and nice. there's a handful of them out there, and they're listing for like anywhere from four hundred and fifty dollars to seven hundred dollars. Oh my god! Wow. But they're just sitting there. It's not like they're moving. You know, yeah. nobody. Yeah. Most people don't have not any in high demand use for it. Oh, that's funny. But I did put it up on eBay just because I don't. Have you had any hits? No. Anybody no. make an offer? No. <laughs> I do still have one in the car. And I think, like, occasionally... You have a DVD player in the car? Yeah. Oh, like oh, like a factory. Has, yeah. She has a child. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and we don't hardly ever use it because, you know, you can get hotspots in your car. You can usually stream in your car. Yeah. But every now and then, like, when we go to eastern Kentucky, when we don't have great reception in the mountains, I have two DVDs in the car still. One of them is... Um, the Lion King from actual Disney, like yep. the movie that the animated from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then the other is like a collab. Um, it's like a, a Mickey Mouse haunted house and Christmas DVD. So you either Fun. watch Halloween or Christmas, but that's it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I thought about like transferring all those old videotapes and I probably will have like one of those professional services do it just because it's it's hours and hours of stuff. And a lot of those VHS tapes, you know, none of them have labels. So for all I know, it could have been me taping a news story or something. So there's probably a lot of crap on there that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I just don't have the patience to go through it all. So 
Yeah, send that off, dude. But uh, at its peak, the DVD service at one time had 20 million subscribers and a library of more than 100,000 titles. And the very first DVD Netflix shipped in 1998 was Beetlejuice. (laughs) I can't imagine what their inventory must look like, how many DVDs they have. All right. Probably each of the million subscribers is probably each getting 10. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right, so Arnold Schwarzenegger was not afraid to raise his children with a little tough love, and he's telling stories now. He says when his daughter Catherine was little, she would leave her shoes in front of the fireplace. After he already warned her twice, he burned them in front of her. What? He threw them in the fire. What a... Not only did she never do it again, but she now shares that story with her three-year-old daughter. That kind of parenting is... Interesting. Too much, too much for you. It's a bit extreme. Arnold also says when his son Patrick was nine and wouldn't make his bed, he threw it out the window. (laughs) Bed sheets, pillows, and all. It must be nice to have that kind of money where you can parent like that. Just burn their clothing items and wait, you trash a mattress. He told him, Don't ever make someone come in and clean your room, clean your shower, or make your bed because I taught you how to make the bed. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. That's aggressive. It is, isn't it? Well, but then, you know, the kids are like, hey, I learned. Yeah, I did, you know. Right. Uh, I'd rather him do something like that than hit him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Spank him, you know. Yeah, but, man, burning the bed, throwing the bed (laughs) out the window. I love you very much. Jesus. (laughs) I'm doing this for your own good. He did it with a smile. Yes. Uh, a few days ago, Britney Spears posted a video where she's dancing with knives. A lot of people have been talking about this. Uh, very, it's many unsettling. People very upset and disturbed by watching this. Very concerned for her mental health once again. In the caption, she claimed they weren't real. But as you hear the metal clanking, it is... Pretty obvious or seemingly obvious to a lot of people that they are just well, based yeah. on the sound they make when she bangs them together. Well, and we, I brought, so I don't remember what day it was, but I showed you guys. I was like, look at this. And I remember Jeff being like, those are real knives. Yeah, that was Unless, the day before you know, yesterday. Some, some kind of prop knife, you know, Hollywood can make anything look. Well, that's what sound. she's saying they and are. She's saying they're. She's saying they rented knife. it from one of those prop places in LA. So maybe they're just very blunt, but. Uh, it concerned enough people about her welfare that they called the cops, and one of those people actually was a cop, and he'd done a welfare check on Brittany before, so police did show up to check on Brittany. They talked to her security, who said she's fine, but didn't want to talk to them, so, you know, there was nothing they could do. They just left at that point, and then Brittany took to Instagram and went into a long explanation about how it's one of her kids' knives that they rented from a prop shop, and... That uh, supposedly they're not dangerous. Yeah. I mean, I could see, like, if it's thicker, you know, on screen, it could probably look like a very sharp knife that could kill you. But mm-hmm. uh, if it is like one of those blunt edges yeah. that from a distance you can't tell. Right. Still, that right. little dog that was so within close. the there vicinity were, uh, is so close still dogs. concerns me because yes. if he gets hit by it, it's still going to cause do- some damage. Yes. <sighs> I don't know. Brittany. All right, Exorcist Believer was supposed to hit theaters on Friday the 13th, but then Taylor Swift decided to release her heiress to her concert film on that same day. So the Exorcist people caved and switched their movie to October 6th. That was a good move. 
Producer Jason Bloom says, obviously, we moved off that date and we bowed our head to Taylor Swift. Yeah. But before they conceded, they considered <laughs> another strategy, and it's actually kind of brilliant. They were going to lean into the shared release date and try to make Xer Swift happen. It would have failed. Do you remember oh, yeah. Barbenheimer? Uh, yeah. yeah. People were seeing Barbie and Oppenheimer in the same day. Right. So. <laughs> but you have, but, but the other movie has to be somewhat epic. Well, some people would argue. I know. <laughs> but I th- I just kind of feel like it's two different audiences. Don't you think? I don't know. Well, so is Barbie and Oppenheimer. But I, I guess, like, the argument that I'm making here is that Oppenheimer was was not as big, but it, it had enough gravitas that it could give Barbie a run for its money. I don't know that The Exorcist... Just- Believer would have come anywhere near as close as Oppenheimer did to Barbie. What about like teenagers that love to be scared? Like a lot of times during this time of year, people like to go to scary movies because of all of the Halloween feels. It's a good argument. I'm sure it came up. Yeah. Yeah. But I doubt it. I would not. Yeah. I don't remember how much the last really scary movie made at the box office, how big of a hit it was, how many people actually go see those films. Well, that those Jordan Peele movies get a lot of money. He's nope. the one that did Nope. And that made a ton yeah. of money. Yeah. And he did the other one, too. It also had one word title. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. That was a huge hit, too. The one that you saw. Yeah, I saw it. It was uh, good. I yeah, forget. I forget remember. the title. Yep. Hmm. But that was a good one, too. Right. By the way, Miss Congeniality isn't oh. just a silly movie anymore. With Sandra Bullock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sandra Bullock starred in the movie. And, uh, you know, it's from a it's from a, a title, like an award that they would give beauty contestants back yeah, in the day. the friendliest one, the one that made the most friends, the one that got along with everybody. She was always so nice and pleasant. And That's right. I just like her. Everybody likes her. Oh, yeah. That was the year Jen won Miss Congeniality right. in the blah, 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 blah fair. Yes. <laughs> the corn fair. Right. <laughs> Fulton County Fair. Yeah. No, actually, I never was in the Fulton County Fair pageant, but I was in the Miss Cuba pageant. Weren't you the corn princess a time or two? Nope. <laughs> well, but we had a pork queen. Well, no, that's here, isn't it? There's a woman by the name of Candace Canaval who will represent Arizona in the Miss USA pageant tonight, which will make her the competition's first law enforcement officer. Now, this woman is a hostage negotiator on the SWAT team in Tempe, Arizona. But unlike Sandra Bullock's character in the movie, she's not undercover. Or at least that's what she says. But if she was, well, then why would she admit it? I really, really want to spread the message that you can be both. You can do anything and be anything that you want to be. They were such strong and beautiful and accomplished women. They come natural to me because showing empathy to people in distress is something I've always done. Yeah, she went on to say, when I'm in my police uniform, I'm empowered to help people. And when I'm in my sash and crown, I'm empowered to help people. And so I'm doing the same job, just in a different uniform. Yeah. And... By the way, she posted on social media saying that she'd love to meet Sandra Bullock. So maybe she'll have that opportunity. Who wouldn't? Sandra's cool. Yeah. All right. The 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony takes place in a little over a month. It happens on November 3rd. Performers for the evening. They've been announced. 
Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, and Willie Shaka Nelson. Khan. I know. Also, be Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Wow. Also, going to be performances from Elton John, Her, Brandy Carlisle, Chris Stapleton, Dave Matthews, New Edition, and All Saint right. Vincent. Oh, that's funny. We don't know if they're going to be performing alongside or as a tribute to an inductee. We don't know exactly what's going on there. Yes. Um. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I, you know, I've that would be a my my best friend went to the induction when Pearl Jam. She's like a massive, insane Pearl Jam fan, and she went to the induction ceremony when they were inducted, and she said it was the most mind blowing concert experience that she's ever had just because of the amazing artists that were so many people show up for I it. I mean my God, it's one yeah. concert. Yeah, you're you're getting you're getting Cheryl Crow and Willie Nelson and Elton John and Is Chris it free? Stableton like is it just out and, to the public? Oh God, no. Oh, yeah. She paid out the yin yang oh, for yeah? those tickets. Gotcha. But you know, it was a Pipe dream, I thought it was like a, everybody just shows up at the no. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because it's on like that big plaza. There's like a lot of area around them. Yeah, mm. no. I had no idea. Yeah. Cardi B was on Hot Ones and was asked about recording clean versions of her songs <laughs> so that they can be played on the radio because if you've ever had like, if you've ever heard an original Cardi B song, then... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, it would never get played on yeah, the radio. Make a sailor blush. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to what she compares it to. Though. What's it like to record a clean for radio version of a Cardi it's song? Annoying. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. annoying. Like, how <laughs> upset is that? You know, like my new song, I'd be like, eat this plum. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, you know, I'm doing the clean version, and it's like, baby, eat these peaches and plums. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so corny. Like, that sounds like kids, Bob, but I have no choice. So, baby, eat these peaches and plums. <laughs> if you want to be played on the radio, you that's yeah. yeah, unfortunately what you got to do. Yep. Yeah. That's funny. You missed it yesterday. George Carlin did a great bit back in the day about what you could and could not say on the radio, which you've heard him list like all the words he can't say. Yeah. Um, but leading up, he he made some good points about like what you can and cannot say on radio and television uh-huh. versus protected free speech. That was the rhetoric of the 1980 campaign. We'll get government off your backs and out of your lives. Yeah, but they still want to tell you what rock lyrics you can listen to, and they still want to tell you what you can say on the radio. The FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, decided all by itself that radio and television were the only two parts of American life not protected by the free speech provisions of the First Amendment to the Constitution. I'd like to repeat that because it sounds vaguely important. The FCC, an appointed body, not elected, answerable only to the president, decided on its own that radio and television were the only two parts of American life not protected by the First Amendment to the Constitution. And why did they decide that? Because they got a letter from a minister in Mississippi. A Reverend Donald Wildman in Mississippi heard something on the radio that he didn't like. Well, Reverend, did anyone ever tell you there are two knobs on the radio? But hey, Reverend, there are two knobs on the radio. One of them turns the radio off, and the other one changes the station. (laughs) It's called freedom of choice, and it's one of the principles this country was founded upon. Look it up in the library, Reverend, if you have any of them left when you finish burning all the books. (laughs) Classic, late, great George Carlin. 
Yeah. Uh, coming up, we got brand new In Sync. Can you believe it? I know. It's about damn time. It's called Better Place. And I think the lyrics are pretty clean. <laughs> it's all straight ahead next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. No, I pronounced it Hi. wrong. Debrosi? Debrosi. 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 There you go. Welcome to the club. <sighs> Thank you. I'm so excited. So let's start with the last name. Russian? Yeah. Okay. No, it's funny. We get that We get that or Italian all the time, uh, but we're actually Hungarian. Oh, Hungarian. Oh, really? Yeah. I asked because... Um, Tim went to the, he visited the Czech Republic as part of this vacation he's on in Europe now. He's, oh, I think he's in Germany. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't oh, know yeah. if we he. We get that a lot. Yeah. Is he first, second, third generation? Have you ever been to that part of the world? I, I've never been, but I have some family members who've been. One of my cousins went a couple years ago and got to meet some Debrosis who are still living over there. Yeah. Um, and just kind of the story about how they ended up in Ohio, and I guess it's a, a bit of a long one. Um, I've always wondered that, too, about if you come here, how you end up in Ohio? But <laughs> Right. Yeah. How do you end up in Ohio? <laughs> but it's... I guess they're all wonderful people, love food, and love to make their own, um, I think it's a, their own Hungarian moonshine that they make. Oh, nice. Wow, that sounds good. What's in that? Yeah. <clears throat> So I have no clue, but I really want to try it. <laughs> yeah, that does sound cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, congratulations. You just had baby number two. Oh, wow. Yay! I did. Yes, he's three months old as of yesterday. Oh, so how we're, fun. We were very happy. It was definitely a, a dramatic entry to the world. But oh, <laughs> so was it? Sister, so. Yeah, he was actually about four weeks early. Uh, so we just, I felt great, and then all of a sudden didn't feel great, and then the doctor said, we're having a baby today. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> so there you go. So he, yep, he had to spend just a couple days in NICU. He has the fluid in his lungs, but we are so very happy that he's here. He's growing quick and catching up on everything, so we're very happy and very just lucky that he's here and yeah. joining his sister in the world. And oh, how difficult it. was it for you to send your daughter off to kindergarten this year? pretty shy kid so it was a little tough but then she came back and asked me if she went there every day and i said Aww. yes my kid said that too she was like i get to go back tomorrow and i was like, like yeah like right yeah but then now she's like oh school bleh. you know mm -hmm. they get there oh yeah she always asks me it's gonna happen soon but she loves it she's She's a studious kid. She likes to learn. So that's I love that about her. Oh, that's great. She always asks me, why do the weekends go so fast? And I'm always like, I don't yeah. know. But that's life, kid. That's going to be like that for the rest of your I life. I don't know why they do. <laughs> I know. And every night, tomorrow's a school day, right? So I'm like, oh. yes. Are you sure it's not a home day? Uh -oh. <laughs> oh. But they, yeah. they got to be, are they looking forward to Halloween or is she looking forward to Halloween? Because I know you're a big Halloween enthusiast. Oh, yeah. You get into the season. We 
had to wait until all the stuff came out. I made a deal with my husband, not until after Labor Day. Um, but then we were out shopping, and we found some spooky stuff. And he turns around and looks at the cart. My daughter and I are like, what? That's so funny. I don't know, I don't know funny. how it got in there. It fell in. <laughs> yeah, like if your husband wasn't present, how early would you be decorating? Um, I probably would do it sometime early to mid-August, It's so honestly. funny. Are you, you know, one of those people who are going to Dunkin' and ordering pumpkin spice in July? Uh-huh. So I'm not a big pumpkin spice person, but I'll take all the other fall stuff. I like, like, I like pumpkin bread, but that's probably about the extent of my pumpkin that love. I just love the smells. I love mm. more like spice cake or things like that, things that are a little more spicy, chews yeah. and chilies, because that just makes me think of football like a good Oktoberfest beer and some chili and football is a perfect fall day well yes. i don't make pumpkin pie often but when i do i add a little allspice into the recipe Ooh, yeah just to give it that yeah. spice that you're talking about and then just a tiny uh -huh. bit of bourbon of the whipped cream just saying Ooh, that sounds perfect just yeah bourbon on a nice chilly night yeah and then my daughter is a pumpkin pie girl so nice. they'll eat all kinds of pumpkin pie. Everybody wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is great. Well, here's the deal, guys. When Ashley's not listening to Q102, uh, she and her husband are watching football every Thursday, Saturday, mm -hmm. Sunday, and Monday when there's oh my football God, on TV. Same. Do we live at the same house? I think we might. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's not just football. Like, you watch pretty much any sporting event that's on television, I assume, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like we we loved watching the U.S. Open there uh, with tennis and any tennis major tennis event that we watch golf usually if, as long as it doesn't oh, yeah. interfere with the Bengals game. Sure. Um, <laughs> and then I feel bad for my husband because somehow he's a Washington fan, um, so he's had to kind of watch the Bengals and kind of now I asked him last night who his favorite player was at this point and he was like well I don't want to say it because you're going to be like ooh <laughs> like, it's Joe Burrow isn't it <laughs> and sure enough he loves Joe Burrow so. yes that's great <laughs> Yeah, he's in every person's dream. Yes. I was going to say, it's okay to have Joe Burrow as your favorite player. The ladies might love him for different reasons yes. than the dudes, but we all oh, love yeah. him the same. Well, Absolutely. Ashley Ashley brought up the time when, you know, the, the Bengals made the Super Bowl and Fritch was trying to figure out, like, how much it was going to cost to go to each game along the way. And then, of course, there was the big decision like, oh, my gosh, this is so much money. Do I do this? Do I not do this? This is a once-in-a-lifetime event. And we were... Trying to figure out how to make it happen. And then, you know, now this year, depending on how things go, even though they've had a slow start, they could very well end up in the Super Bowl again. Mm -hmm. Do you have a plan, Fritch? Yes. I always have a plan, Jeff. <laughs> well, you know. Is this going to be a big dilemma or is it a foregone conclusion that you're going to Las Vegas? Well, we keep saying we're going to Las Vegas. I mean, I have to say like right now we're like, well, we're, and that's all because of our cab driver from L.A. told us that we were going to be in the Super Bowl this coming year. So I feel like we've had a few years to kind of plan and prepare ourselves for this. Yeah, mm -hmm. L.A. has a psychic cab driver. Did you know that, yes. Ashley? Itipfu. Uh -huh. I did not. Yes. So when we went to the Super Bowl in L.A. a couple of years ago, um, we ended up staying an additional day because the flights were so much 
less expensive mm-hmm. than to fly back the day after the Super Bowl. So that night we went to the Santa Monica Pier. We had some drinks. We hung out. We got picked up by an Uber driver. Her name was Itifu, and she is from the Dominican Itifu? Republic. Yeah, that's her name. Nice. Itifu. That's how I think you pronounce it. Is that it. just her sure. first name or is that a first name and a last name? That's just her first that's just the only name that, that was printed got. on the Uber okay. reserve. Gotcha. So anyways, she told us that the reason why we did not win that year was because that was not our year. But then she told us that the Bengals were going to take a year off, but then they would be back this year and next year for two consecutive back-to-back Super Bowl wins. All right. Um, so we've been oh kind of planning. I know. You've been arranging your life around what her prediction is. I have chills right now just having that What reasonable adult doesn't? I mean, really. When you meet Uber drivers that are going to tell you the future, when you you meet a prophet, (laughs) you listen. She better be right. I know. Yeah, no (laughs) joke. So this year, the Super Bowl is coming up um, in February. It is in in, uh, Vegas at the Allegiant Stadium. But then the year after that, this is why I really feel like this is going to be manifestation, friends. Mm -hmm. Because the Super Bowl is in New Orleans. And we all know about our Joey B and Jamar Chase connections. Yeah. So that's going to be a very expensive Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty exciting. So we'll see. You know. I hope she's right. I do, too. I just want to see it so bad in my lifetime. Totally, totally, totally. Well, we're happy you're part of the club, Ashley. What's your husband's name? Tommy. Well, tell Tommy we said hello, and thank hello. you so much for just for being a part of our radio family and for supporting us and hanging in with us all these years. It means Absolutely. more to us than you know. Absolutely, yeah. and I can't wait to I start work again on Monday after my maternity leave here, and you guys will be with me that whole commute every day. Yeah. Are you psyched to be going back to work? <laughs> yeah, it's hard, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it hard going back I, after maternity leave? You're like, we had such a rhythm. Yeah, I know. I, I miss the, I'll miss the snuggles, and I'm mm-hmm. worried I'm going to miss all his firsts. And we had that with our daughter too. But I know what we do is important at our jobs. So that's that's the biggest thing of getting back and uh, getting that part of myself back and just making a difference in our community. That's, that's what I'm excited to get back to. Yeah. And I didn't mean to brush over this, but let's talk about what you do, who you work for and what you do. Oh, for okay. Sure. Yeah. I work up in Butler County. Uh, so I know I live down here in Cincinnati, uh, but I work for Butler County Educational Service Center and their Head Start program. And I actually help run our therapeutic program. And those kids, our Head Start kids, referred in uh, from Children's Services, and they receive on-site mental health counseling to us. Wow. So we have a strong focus on social-emotional development, building healthy uh, and trusting relationships with adults, and working through a lot of what they've been through, their abuse and maltreatment, um, and just helping them be kids. Wow. Preschoolers just deserve to play and be kids. Yes. Love it. That's awesome. That's great. Thank you. for doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, kid. I'm just lucky I get to talk about it. The teachers and our counselors are the ones who just, they, they're the ones who do the biggest work, and I just can't wait to get back and tell them that every day. Well, we appreciate all of you, and we, we got a sweet jersey for you waiting here whenever you're ready to pick it up. Yes. Awesome. Since it's my last day, I'll make it over there today. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, I love it. If you come before 10, we'll be here, so we'll pop. we'll try to say hi. 
Okay, perfect. Oh, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited. Great talking to you, Ashley. You too. Yeah, take care. We'll Go see on. you soon. Take it easy. And there she goes. Cool. Another satisfied customer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to join, if you want to uh, fill out, take the time to fill out the application, join our best friends club, uh, hop on to WKRQ.com. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. the song they were dancing to on the Golden Bachelor last night? Uh, yes. Yeah. They were. They, <laughs> they did were a, dancing? Yes, they yeah. did a little oh, dance to You're My Little everything. Everything. Well, How was it? It started out, well, <clears throat> I didn't watch the whole thing. I only saw bits and pieces of it because we were into something else and Kristen didn't have any interest. So in between those times where we would like pause something and we'd stop it or we'd, you know, go to grab dinner, it would be on. And there were these moments where I saw, like, one woman who came up to him and kind of slinks up to him and says, you know what I have on underneath this? Oh. My birthday <laughs> suit. Oh, Want to see? And that's no. when they cut the commercial. Well, and then that's were- what she did when she got out of the limo? Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then there was another moment uh, that I caught where he's, you know, he's having a one-on-one with... With this lady, this seemingly nice woman, and they dance. She okay. likes to dance, and so they're dancing to this song. And then all the other women hear it, and they come in and they join in, and it's a big dance party. But the funny thing is, it's such a train wreck because he's kind of a dork, uh-huh. and he has no skills whatsoever, no sense of rhythm. Some <laughs> of the women do, yeah. Um, but it's such a bleep show that I think. ABC has tapped into something here. Yeah. My only fear is that no one's going to give it a chance because it's it's an older guy. Yeah. They, I don't know. Sexy. But it's a train wreck. But it's yeah. also pulling on all of the heartstrings. So I watched, I was flipping back and forth between that and the football game because, um, so the, what Jeff was talking about, the lady in the birthday suit, so she doesn't end up, like, taking her clothes off. She just comes up and was like, well, it's my birthday today. Okay. So that's why I'm on my birthday suit. Okay. You know, cheeky. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the women on there is, like, a professional choreographer and dancer who used to date Prince, okay. which I found very interesting. That is interesting. Um, but the sad thing is, is that he, I, sh- I, can't, I shouldn't say the sad thing. It just feels like it's going to be a sad show. Because they're talking a lot about his wife. Well, yeah, and the women talk about how they're like because they they, lost, they show like a recap episode. Like, well, here's what's coming up this season on The Bachelor, and a lot of them talk about how they lost their partner. So I think that's going to be the thing that women really are like, oh my, really gosh. respond to, May, yeah, because yeah. yeah. he talks about how he lost his wife. Because remember, we had all these questions, and she he was talked, his high school sweetheart. Yes, wasn't and they, they were married, married for like 42 years, and they end up both retiring, buying their. Dream Dream home, mm-hmm. and they move in on like June sixth or something like that. And she ends up not feeling well. Turns out she has some sort of like bacteria infection, and she passes away by like July eighth. Oh my god! With like, like a it's month, like weeks. Wow. Yes, like he and he's telling the story about how he took her to the emergency room because he was like, "Listen, we're going." 
and then she ends up never leaving the wow. hospital. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm like that's getting awful. upset thinking about it now, but I that's think awful. that's going to be the part that the women really yes. respond to. And the men, you know, the few men who watch it will be thinking, if I'm 70, if I'm a 72 year old man <laughs> of means, there's no way I'm walking down the aisle. At the end of this? Oh, Not, yeah, without, not a without a really tight prenup. prenup. That all the yeah. women have probably signed before they even got on the show. I bet they had to sign something. Is this like, guy insane? Yeah. I do think he's going to find love, though, because the thing that kind of they, like they kind of foreshadow is like everyone in this house is looking for the relationship. The end of like this is going to be how we end our days together. Yeah, like this is our last yes. day. Yeah. Yes. This is it. So it makes it foreshadow like this is serious. That like they it gets serious with a lot of people and they also Jen he um they ended like that recap part of it or like that look forward part of it with him being bawling going i can't do this i'm done and he gets up and walks out well every season has to have at least one episode where they say stop that's it i'm done yeah. the most and dramatic rose ceremony right. ever yes. it's the most dramatic ceremony <laughs> it's but the, the women, most dramatic episode are the women behaving like the women on the regular bachelor do i mean are you seeing the same kind yeah they're of- just older yeah, they're just so, the, be- the begging for There will be the good guys and, and the bad yeah. guys like any of them. Yeah, like, it did feel like when they were doing the cocktail hour that there was a bit more unity amongst the older women than some of the younger ones sometimes. Yeah. But the cattiness is coming. The cattiness is just a little more veiled yeah. because they're <laughs> yes. older and they're yes. better at Seasoned. hiding it. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're better they're, at hiding their it. Their passive aggressiveness yeah. is very seasoned. You are so right. <laughs> but I, I think the ABC's tapped into something. When I first heard it, it... it, it it didn't sound like anything that would interest me or I just thought it would be a tough sell for the 18 to 49s. But yeah. now I'm watching. I'm like, wait a minute. They may, they may be onto something here. <laughs> this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, Bradley. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Cool. Happy to have you. So take us from the beginning. How did you meet Lisa? I met her on Match, and uh, we had really, really great date. Uh, we went out to dinner at Napa Kitchen Wine Bar and had a really nice dinner. We were there for a couple hours. Um, you know, conversation was really good, just flowing. We talked about, like, all kinds of things. Like, one topic just, like, led into another topic, and it turns out we have lots in common, and uh, we're, we're actually both super into pickleball, which I know is like kind of embarrassing, but like she she loves it just as much as me. <laughs> and, Don't be um, embarrassed. Everybody loves pickleball. It's the hot yeah, new thing. It's the thing to do. I know. And we actually talked about getting it together and playing. Um, so that was like a, you know, like there was like a future plan being made sort mm-hmm. of. And um, we laughed a lot like in the date. So I thought it was like, I thought I was like doing really great. And she was really playful and like, it was really flirty, great chemistry. And when we left the restaurant, oh, I, I forgot to say, like, my car ended up in the shop, like, two hours before the date. So she was driving, and she drove me back to my place. She came in for a drink, and she kissed me. So just want to be clear that she made the first move. And uh, it was a good kiss, and she stayed for, like, an hour, and we kind of 
cooled around a little bit. And then she left, and I definitely had the impression I was going to see her again. And I called her and texted her, and she hasn't gotten back to me. So I'm bummed. Did you invite her to stay longer? Yeah, but she just wanted to go. Oh, Dang, that's weird. Did it's that like, feel weird? Or I get. I mean, like, you know, it's like there's rules maybe that she has for herself or something. So right. Yeah. Who knows? But you don't feel like she's put off by anything. No, like that's why. Like, like I get that she like maybe wanted to take it a little slow, but like I don't get that she's not returning my calls and texts. Right. Gotcha. I think it's cool that not only did you have this effortless chemistry, but you said you laughed a lot, which I think it's so cool when you meet someone new and they have a similar sense of humor than you. That, mm-hmm. to me, is just an instant connection. Yeah. Like, Correct. At the very least, we should be friends out of Agreed. this. Agreed. If not more. Right. So we'll call her up and we'll see what's going on as Second Date Update continues. Next, we'll talk to Lisa. The story of Bradley and Lisa. Next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Met Lisa on Match. They had a dinner date in Montgomery at Napa, and it lasted for, I think he said it was a good couple of hours. They had such a great rapport. They both have pickleball in common. We both play. Yeah. So we were talking about playing together. Right. I love that they sort of have a similar sense of humor. There was a lot of laughter on the date. Now, I did read somewhere that said the ideal date lasts closer to three hours. Uh Uh-huh. But she did stay that extra hour at his house and hung out a little bit. So that counts. We should also mention that she made the first move and kissed him as she was dropping him off. She mm-hmm. was dropping him off because his car, I guess, was in the shop last minute. So That was nice for her to come pick you up. Uh, yeah, I thought so. Does she li- Do you live far away from each other or are you relatively close? We're pretty close. Um, she actually came in first. So it wasn't when she was dropping me off that... She kissed me. It was like we can't. She came in for a drink, and then we were just like hanging out in the kitchen. And, she right. and that's when she laid one on you. That's when the makeout right. sesh happened. Okay. Yeah. What kind of shape was your place in? Um, it was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't like I. I guess I hadn't like just cleaned it, but it was like decent. Okay. It wasn't too neat, was it? Like you had been expecting her to come in, like it was overdone. No, like there was there was dishes and stuff. Because I think I would almost be as concerned about a too perfectly set home oh, as not I me. would be. I'd be like, did I just everywhere. find my soulmate? Listen <laughs> who's talking to Jen right. over I here. Know. The collector. I know. Right. I'd well, be like, oh, I wait a minute, he called the maid before I got here. Well, she must be awesome. Be, it, I would have the thought, is he going to expect me to be this neat? Is he going to yes. expect me to participate in the in cleaning, the cleaning. Yes. of it being ah. this neat? Or is he someone who loves it clean and he'll clean up after me? Because that would be okay. <laughs> so you're saying it just was average. Not too neat, not too messy, just lived Yeah, in. a little better than average. Okay. All right, you ready to call her up? Yeah. See what her deal is?
Hi, can we speak to Lisa, please? This is Lisa. Lisa, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this Hi, morning? Lisa. We're all <laughs> Jeff here. Jeff and Jen. What's happening? Hi. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. What's up? Why are you calling? <laughs> I see, girls. We spoke with a very nice gentleman on the phone this morning who talked about a date he went on with you recently. And mm. you sound like the cat's meow, I got to tell you. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> I mean, isn't that flattering? Yeah. I mean, that's big. That's putting yourself out there in a very big way. Knowing someone called a radio station uh-huh. about you. Uh-huh. I don't know. I've suddenly got very nervous. <laughs> oh, well, no pressure. If you don't want to go out with him again, that's up to you. We're just... Curious. curious what you thought of Bradley and if there's any chance of you two ever seeing each other again. Well, I, gosh, I am, I am nervous. This is the radio. Um, <laughs> I thought that there was definitely potential there, but it became clear that he's a bit, what's the word that I want to use? The clueless? Clueless. I thought you were going to say yeah. Messy. No, not so much messy, more so clueless. I mean, did he happen to tell you what happened at his house? Other that you made out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so before we got to his house, dinner was great. I was definitely into him. I really liked him. I thought it might go somewhere because there was definite chemistry. Um, we just had a really, really great time. And when we got back to his place, I was tired of him not making a move. So I kissed him. Yes. mm -hmm. So we were there in the kitchen. We were kissing. We were making out. And I hear this noise from downstairs. And he told me, don't worry, that's my cat. She knocks things over all the time. Did he tell you any of this? No. No. Okay. So honestly, like, I'm not a really big cat person, so I wasn't like, oh, you know, let me see your cat. Let me meet him. I didn't have that urge to meet the cat. <laughs> yeah, see, I'd have been like, ooh, a kitty. <laughs> see, I would have been like, it's fine. Let's Where's make out again. <laughs> right. Okay, so you're and not so, a cat person, so yeah, I get it. Not a cat person. Didn't Honestly, like, didn't really care. So we go back to making out, and all of a sudden... This sloppy, drunk woman holding a bottle of something, I think it was wine, throws open the basement door and stumbles into the kitchen. Like a person? Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Is it his mom? Oh, God, is it his mom? No. Listen to this. She slurs something like, oh, great, my husband brought a date home. What? My husband got a di- brought a date home? Is that what you yeah, said? my husband brought a date home. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, what, what is happening? Who is and this? So it turns out that they're divorced, but she's temporarily living in his basement because she lost her license due to a DUI. And so he's been driving her around until she gets it back. What? Wow. Does he have children with this woman? They do have a kid, but the kid was spending the night at a friend's house, or so I was told. Who knows? But, I mean, this woman was a complete mess, so he was nice. We had a really good time, but I just don't really want to be any part of that scene. Yeah. And up until that moment, you never knew that he was previously married. Or still currently married. Well, I knew that he had a kid, but no mention of 
a messy relationship dynamic happening. Definitely not. She's staying in my basement. Yeah. Wow. Because as we're walking up to the door, I'd be like, listen, just a heads up. I know it's kind of weird, but my ex-wife is currently living in my basement. Yeah. Long story. I'll explain it later. But just. just yeah, just she's she's supposed to stay down there. Yeah. If you hear something rustling around. Oh, my God. Bradley. <laughs> yeah. You Are didn't you, um, think that was worth mentioning to us. Well, she lost your life. So I'm basically just doing a solid for, like, my kid's mom, like, like we're not, we have no relationship anymore. I was just going to ask you that. How tight are you two? Not tight. I mean, she's. I'm letting her stay in the basement, and I'm not involved with her. Right. How long have you been divorced? Two years. Mm. And how old's your kid? Five. Okay. He's Boy five. or girl? Boy. Okay. So it kind of sounds like your ex-wife has a possible drinking problem. Does she? Yes. I. I mean, yeah, but she's, you know... I, I don't know. I'm trying to help her through that too, but it's just like, I mean, it's basically. I I don't know. I I don't. I feel like I'm getting like canceled for like this. Not canceled, but you know, like canceled at like by guilt by association. Dating. Well, it's your it's your child's mother. You're trying to, uh, you know, get her pointed in the right direction, and right. it's going to benefit your kid too. I see exactly. That. Exactly. I, I get it. That, yeah. yeah, I get it too. I mean, sorry, guys. I just have to chime in here. Like, anyone can take a look at her and tell that she needs help. Mm-hmm. Like, you had to carry her back downstairs. She couldn't even walk down the steps. Mm. No, devil's know, advocate. She doesn't usually get. She doesn't usually get that way. Like, it's not. It's not like I'm like like completely taking care of her all the time. Like, oh my goodness. Devil's advocate, though, for you, Lisa. Does that show you that he is a kind, compassionate man, even in a situation? Good point, Tim. No. <laughs> he was nice. He was nice. We had a good time. But like I said earlier, like, I just don't, I can't be getting in that mess. You know what yeah. I mean? She had lost her job. I forgot to say that. Like, she had lost her job, like, that week. So, so she had a lot going on and that maybe is why she drank. Yeah, she was She was pretty low, like, that night. Yeah. Yeah. This, I understand this, though. Like. I do. You can't get into a new relationship right now. Like, I feel like he's got to figure this. clean that mess yeah. up first. Yeah. Or just, you know, I mean, it's obviously never going away, but maybe just out of the house. The woman isn't ever going Correct, away. Cause Correct, because they share the kids. Yeah. So. And, and figuring out where his responsibility begins and ends. Yeah. yeah. That's a slippery slope. Like driving man. her yeah. around currently, the, all of that. Yeah. I mean, that whole situation was messed up. The fact that you didn't think that I might even have an issue with the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, heads up would have been nice. It's my blowing. Yeah. It's temporary. It's temporary, though. You know, like, I know that's weird, but it's not going to be for much longer. Right. I yeah. Hope not. It really so maybe isn't. reach yeah. out in a month. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Bradley, for putting yourself out there. Best of luck to you and certainly best of luck to your to your ex. I hope she uh, gets the help that she needs. And Lisa, we appreciate you taking our call and coming on Second Date Update with us and having the conversation. Thanks, guys. All right, Have a good great. one. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Hi, Tara. How are you? I'm good. Excited to be on. Well, well we're happy to have to you. have you. Yes. Yeah. Have you played this game before? I have not, but I've listened for quite a while. And me and my kids in the summer, we always would try our best to uh, to win. So I'm excited that that I actually get to try. And That's I bet great. playing in your car, you've won tens of thousands of dollars, haven't you? Oh, yes. Yes, you <laughs> always do. Yes. That's the best. Good, good. Well, let's see what we what we can do for you today. We got, uh, let's see, we got a letter in this here envelope that uh, if you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds that begin with that letter, then you will win $1,000. You, of course, cannot use the same answer more than once. Mm -hmm. And the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. So if you can't think of it right off the top of your head, just go ahead and yell out pass. You'll ultimately answer more questions that way. Yep. Are you ready for your letter? I am ready. All right, let's see what you get. Make it a good one. Oh, I can see through the paper. <laughs> you can Poor see. Jeff. Oh, man. Oh, what happened? No, not that one. Is it cute? <laughs> no, oh, wait, it's not there's something cute. on. There's also something written. Okay. You're there's right. Hope. You're right. There's hope. All right, Tara, it says here you got the letter Z. Oh, no okay. way. However, however, it does also say that you as the contestant. Receive an extra 10 seconds. Okay. Oh, oh man. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. All right. So All right. if you can answer 10 questions that begin with the letter Z in 40 seconds, you will win $1,000. All you right. You can come up with 10 words yes. to start with the letter Z, right? Please. I, I think I can. I think you can, too. Oh, man. I know you can. I have I have faith, and I'm just going to keep positive. All right. There you go. Atta girl. <laughs> so we got 40 seconds on the clock. And, of course, I will not start that timer until Jen is finished asking the first question so that you get your full 40 seconds. Yes. I've got an answer for got number it. one already with a Z. Oh, great. How about that? All right. Here we okay. go. With the letter Z, name something fun you do on a fall day. Um, the path. Something you rub. Uh, the path. Something you pull. A zipper. A body part. Um, your the, the path. A large animal. Oh yeah. A zebra. A business. Um, the. Print. I don't know. <laughs> a cereal. Um, these Zeos. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Toasted out Zeos. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.